0: Actually, what's, what's worse, a honey badger or
1: a.
2: I don't know. We're well, gonna, once we're done recording, we're going to look probably. up who would win in a fight between a Wolverine and a honey badger, because I would like to know.
1: Um, I'm going to say honey badger, then am I'm, I'm, ho- I'm kind of hoping
0: you don't get an answer just because oh, I, don't I'm, I don't like don't the idea mean... that anyone's set them in a ring together. I want more like
2: a <laughs> technical analysis rather than like just to watching them. The battle of the fight. badgers. Yeah. I want someone to like yeah. weigh, oh, well, this one can lift this much and this one can lift this much. So <laughs> the honey badger would probably win. We're not going to test this because that's unethical.
0: <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I love the mental image of, of two badgers with like a dumbbell. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, but the honey badger can bench press this much. More than, the, say, than okay. the wolverine. And it's like, oh, my God. Then again,
2: I watched a video last week of... It was a bear who was... He was he'd broken into a farm and got in the... Tried to sneak into a pen with some pigs, yeah, and the pigs just went for this bear, and the bear had to run away.
0: <laughs> quite a few bears are quite scaredy, aren't yeah. they? Like, yeah, like it got in the. Yeah, c- yeah.
2: It took ages getting in to the <laughs> into the cage. This are... pig ran at him. A second pig that you hadn't seen ran out of a pen, and they just charged him. And he was like, "Oh, fuck! I'm out! I'm out!" <laughs> <Me> <laughs> right?
0: I I wouldn't be caught dead in a pig pen. Yeah. No fucking yeah. way. Pigs Even are... if I was a bear. Nah. Talking
2: well, about yeah, theirs.
0: We, John. Alright. <laughs> so,
2: this is definitely the first time we're recording this, and no technical difficulties have happened that have led us to record this a second time. None. Yeah. None not not at, at all. all. Yeah. Hypothetically, even if any of them had, it certainly wouldn't be my fault.
0: And it certainly wouldn't be because you had no room on a device and rec- tried to record another thing on such device, which wouldn't let anything... And accidentally
2: deleted all the footage.
0: <laughs> yes, you didn't do that yeah. at all, and it's not
1: like we're back this here... This is a parallel universe where
2: James isn't a moron.
1: It's, uh, to be honest, it would be particularly apt because, of course, our uh, fearless leader made the mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it would be particularly apt that we would be covering our flag means death. hmm
2: so i need a co-captain who's competent and capable of running uh, the show so if you want to be <laughs> my co-captain write in to the fanshipping forecast at gmail.com title your subject line co-captains yeah we can be best buds
1: well to be fair i was thinking oh, um that reminds me
2: i went to the chip shop the other day oh okay and you know what this is only going to be interesting for grace and people who've watched that one video on reese darby's youtube channel
1: Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I asked for pineapple
2: oh, no, fritters. And you know what happened? Yeah. The one behind the counter did not know what they were.
0: <laughs> no, because over in the UK you have banana fritters. I've, heard, I've ordered
2: pineapple fritters before.
0: I've not. I've
2: oh, they're really nice.
1: Did you have to explain what one was? And did she go, that's fair enough, but where the fuck am I going to get a pineapple at this hour?
0: And two, also, did you do it in the accent?
1: I tried not to,
0: but... <laughs> <laughs>
2: promise nothing
1: oh reese darby bless him speaking of which um i know that reese darby does a podcast so if you do want a co-captain yeah <laughs>
2: could ask reese he yeah, does his on darby. cryptids and uh other mythological creatures yes same mythological maybe they're real we don't know i should listen to his podcast and find out
0: yes but the question is should you really be getting izzy Hands as your co-captain
2: i would love izzy hans as my co-captain
0: at we least he keeps you in check. No, I wouldn't, Czech. because I, keep, <laughs> I wouldn't... He'll, he'll keep you in check too much. I yes. wouldn't
2: be able to do the impression of him Well, he'd anymore. be doing
0: it. You wouldn't need to.
2: I know, exactly. Though, here's the point. Do we know if that's his day-to-day voice?
1: What? Connor O'Neill's? Oh, I
0: don't know.
2: I mean, what if Con O'Neill doesn't speak like this all the time? What if he <laughs> just has a normal voice? Yeah. And speaks like this?
0: But what would be quite what funny... How is 20 a day not a normal voice?
2: I'm sorry, normal was not the word I was... That's very rude of me. <laughs> what if he, Okay, I've seen him as Izzy Hands and Victor Brukhanov, and he's done that voice in both of them. Okay. But I've not seen him just day-to-day talking. It's entirely possible he doesn't sound like he smoked 20 a day, just day-to-day. And he just got well, he hired because he does that, that voice. He
0: sounded like that persistently, because when he was younger, he was hitting the throat with a, with a cricket ball. Oh, so that's just his
1: mean, voice now. I mean, to be fair, you get your edits done pretty quickly, would not you? You know, you you just sort of like take a break for five minutes, and then there's just this voice coming over your shoulder. I saw you looking at that picture of that lolcat. Get back to fucking work. <laughs> Hang
2: on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> ah, there's a video of him doing the ice bucket challenge from seven years ago. Let's have a look oh, okay.
0: Sad okay, facts about that—that uh, that whole thing. Despite it trying to raise money and it going viral, okay. the charity
3: collapsed.
2: He definitely has that voice. He today. definitely
1: has that voice. I heard that from here. Yeah, I was holding it <laughs> so, up to the
2: microphone for you.
1: So really, you've been
0: offending him this whole time.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry, Connor O'Neill. We love you. I'm so
2: sorry. Please don't hurt me.
0: We love your <laughs> actual normal voice. It
2: does. It's a yes. great voice. That's <laughs> impressions aside. Oh, right,
0: get out of his arse now, James. He's done enough. <laughs>
2: I promise nothing.
1: I know the only bo- the only person that is your hands once inside his ass is Blackbeard, even though he'd never tell you.
2: It's clearly Lucius.
1: Or <laughs> Lucius. Yeah. Nah uh, I think
0: it's I think it's old Eddie Teach. I if I'm shipping. So I'm shipping.
2: I'm, I ship Izzy and Lucius. This I think this is the first time we've disagreed on a ship. On I this show. I think
0: Izzy wants Edward to hurt him pleasurably.
2: Yeah, I think he wants. He Come wants. On, there's Black so much Be-
0: leather in that crew. You he know wants I mean. Blackbeard <laughs>
2: to top him, but he wants to top Lucius. Hundred percent.
0: I haven't seen that. I, I've seen like.
2: No, I definitely see it. Uh he, I think, he I behaves see Curiosity, to
0: Lucius, but it ultimately dislikes him.
2: He behaves to Lucius in the same way that high school boys treat high school girls they like and don't know how to express that information.
1: What, does he give him a dead leg? Yeah,
2: that's exactly (laughs) it. And pulls his hair.
1: Um, It's a similar kind of
2: energy, and that's why I ship them.
1: That's it, so maybe Izzy Hands is the world's most menacing switch. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, I think that's the word for it, isn't it? Yeah. Real question,
0: but... Do those boys in school actually fancy those girls or are they just pricks? Because I don't think they do actually fancy them, they just want to f- humiliate them. I think they them. fancy
2: them and don't know what to do about
1: it.
0: Well, let's get someone who was, who did do that as a boy, and because you know, I don't believe that for a second.
1: Okay, so as somebody who was a boy going through high school, um, if I liked somebody, my usual tactic would be to ignore them and hope they talked to me. Yeah, that one oh,
0: seems more realistic than being a total tool to the yeah. person you want to impress.
2: Nick, I've, exactly. got a, I've got a story to tell. Can I tell it?
1: It depends which one.
2: The one about the gift voucher.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> tell me, but edit it out. <laughs> I, I forgot about that.
2: Okay, so there was a girl that Nick liked in school. She can remain anonymous in the story. Yeah, sorry. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> 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 you also used Margaret Thatcher, as well, I believe.
1: Oh, I might have done, yeah. yeah. You're gonna have to beep out. I'll bleep that out, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so Nick, Nick liked this girl. Nick did not know how to. Nick was fourteen, fifteen at this point. I should add. None of us knew a good way of asking out a girl. Yeah,
1: I don't know how to. I didn't better. know how to talk to girls. I still don't know how to talk to girls, which mm-hmm. makes the past five years of Sophie... I just look around and wonder what the fuck happened because I must have done something right.
2: And pray she doesn't realize what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever enchantment that you've put on her doesn't wear off and she goes, Oh shit, I'm out. Yeah, anyway, exactly. Nick formulated the best plan to ask her out. Oh,
3: okay. And
2: I remember you asked me and some of our friends if you, if we thought this was a good pickup line.
1: No. Nick, do you want I, to tell
2: us the pickup line?
1: I, I, I can remember say it. it differently. <laughs> I remember it differently.
2: I'm going to use it on Grace, and we're going to see how Grace responds. Grace. Yeah. Hey, I've got a twenty-pound gift voucher from Game. Why don't you come with me and spend it?
1: (laughs) Did you just finger gun there? I did. (laughs) (laughs) So you're getting the full effect. Yeah. What in that voice?
2: No, not in that voice. It was no, Nick. not in the voice.
1: I, I, that honestly, that's not was... a line.
0: I'm that's hamming just, this up. That's just going to. That's just being invited to go to the game store and spend twenty quid. That doesn't sound like a bad deal whatsoever.
2: Not just twenty quid. A twenty quid voucher. Yeah,
0: that's fine. What's wrong with that? It's not exactly. Oh, it's not. It's not going from friends to lovers anytime soon. But it's just hanging <laughs> yeah. out, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think in this, case, it was largely out of nowhere. And oh. at least with one of the girls, she wasn't that into games.
1: Ah. ah. So. Well, we didn't really know her that well. Yeah. <laughs> she, could, she could have been, to be fair, but you know. Do,
0: do you want to know uh, the best, probably the worst thing, but hilarious thing a so, uh, teenage boy said to me in regards to oh. trying to pick me up as a girlfriend? Okay. Oh, okay.
2: I
3: think I do.
0: So we we were sort of like casual friends at the time, and he said to me, um, "I'm gonna go out."
1: Kristen Stewart.
0: Out, and if she says no, will you go out with me? <laughs> oh man,
2: I'm so sorry, Grace.
0: <laughs> I was oh. like, uh, I was like, let's just stay friends, mate. It's all right. And then we just hugged it out, and I left <laughs> to get on my bus. <laughs> Bless Honest, him. Right. Okay. Honestly, cool. <laughs> wanker. Was that out girl of...
2: like out of his league, like massively so?
0: Um, no, I wouldn't have said so. Okay, I don't. Honestly, know going um, head,
1: out of all the cringy things that I have done in my life, in my teenage life, in pursuit of a date with the opposite sex, that actually makes me feel a lot better about yeah. myself. You're welcome. A lot better about my teenage years. <laughs> 'Cause I never did that. <laughs> That's
0: fair. Oh, um, I was in shock for days. He <laughs> was, bad. was Stewart. My, my best friend at the time, so it was like uh, <laughs> what the fuck
2: Hope her message was like you best dump his ass.
0: Oh no, she didn't <laughs> I don't even want
2: this guy, but he does not deserve to go on a date with you uh, after that move.
0: I didn't tell her about it because I'd um. already hopped on the bus and everything, but the next day he had oh, asked God. her out and she had turned him down. There and I asked and well, I asked him, you know, oh how did it go? And he was like, Oh, she turned me down and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry, mate and he was like, Yeah, it's all right <laughs> and then that nice was it. One. He didn't he didn't try to ask me out, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Talking of Scared and Confused, uh, <laughs> I've been reading a fic called Bonnets 11 by Spring and a Storm.
1: Is this what I think it is? Okay.
2: Are you thinking it's a heist film?
1: Yes, I am.
2: You are correct.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I want to hear about this.
2: How, how do you guys want me to send this? Should it go over Facebook or Discord?
1: Uh, either or, really.
2: Okay, I'll put it through Discord. That nearly went to Graham. <laughs>
1: To be oh. fair, it's not, a, it's not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles smut fic, yeah. and Graham probably moves in similar. Graham understands. Graham, Graham understands. knows what the show is. <laughs> um,
2: this, this fic is teen and up, though, so don't expect anything too spicy. Oh, okay. It is also a modern AU. Uh, the tags include... It's got all the characters. It's got heist. It's got Blackbeard's bar and grill and other delicacies, and delights, and fishing equipment.
1: Is this a thing in Our Flag Means Death? Cause I'm not yes, to- it is. Alright, oh, okay, I see. I re- oh, forgot to
2: mention, Nick is in America right now, and slowly watching Our Flag Means Death, and will be updating us as we go.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's actually midday here, um, mm-hmm. and uh, these guys are recording in the evening, so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy your trip to America.
1: It's good. This new job is working out pretty well.
2: It's also got banter, it's got humour, it's got falling in love, it's got anxious steed bonnet, it's got bastard fathers, One Ed's a retired thief, Ed, sorry, steed needs thieving services, it's a modern AU, and the Swede uses she, her pronouns.
1: Of course, of course she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like the uh, alternate universe oh, modern setting, but steed still dresses like yes. he's from the 18th century. Mm-hmm. God bless him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Everyone change, else blends Steve, in just fine,
2: change. with the exception of Steed. Yeah,
1: Steed flamboyantly sticks out like a sore mm-hmm. thumb.
2: Yeah. Um, Ed is Maori, if that's how I pronounce that. Apolog- I've only ever seen it written. Maori. Yeah. Maori? Uh, indigenous As to New Zealand and the Pacific Islands. Yeah. And, yeah, our tale begins... With the tell you what, I'll talk about the summary first. Actually, Steve Bonnet has a plan, one he's definitely sort of mostly thought through. <laughs> How hard can a museum heist actually be?
1: Oh, classic, Steed. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's always drawn to this, isn't he?
2: <laughs> yeah, this—it's just a clip from the flick. Later on, they planning to rob the British Museum, <laughs> which also means this is set in Britain, which we will find as we go.
1: Uh, I've I've got to ask, right? Um, mm-hmm. At some point in the story, does one of the characters say, "You son of a bitch, I'm in." Kind of. Because that's that's in it's it's yeah. a heist movie step.
0: And then they have that one ultim one uh, option. It's like ah, but I can do this for you. Yeah, you exactly. Go, ah, you <laughs> a bitch, I don't in. believe
2: they use the exact that's quote. It. There are several times when multiple different people say, "I'm in."
1: Oh, brilliant! So yeah. oh. Steed turns up and they like greet him and punch him on the shoulders. Like you old dog, you. I haven't seen you for. You'll find like... out
2: as we get into this. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe you won't, because the thing about this fic is it's twenty six thousand words so far.
1: Wow, that's a novel. Jesus Christ. It's
2: nuts, and it's not finished yet. We are. Uh, there are four chapters done. There are six chapters planned.
1: Oh man, this this is going to be good. I reckon.
2: It is definitely good. We may not get around to looking at all of it today. If we don't, I mean, we definitely won't. Um, I'll probably revisit it when it's finished yeah. and talk about how much I enjoy it, but we'll see. So, our story begins with Steed and Lucius putting a team together. <laughs> They're discussing what they need, like they need a tech guy, and mm, you can know, I, they uh, need all I'm, the usual stuff.
1: I've just seen uh, in, in, uh, in one of the first few lines, um, I'd just mm-hmm. like to read it out, uh, of course. That's why you're putting it in a, in a notebook, not typing yes. it anywhere, Steed says, shaking his head like it's obvious. That way you can just burn it if you need to, as opposed to deleting a document in one click.
2: Mm-hmm. Jim. Yeah, uh, Lucius <laughs> is taking notes of the whole heist because they need someone to take notes, you know, just in case they ever want to publish their deeds one day. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it is a modern setting. He could oh, just be oh, putting it in a Google Doc, but that but hasn't no. happened.
1: Loads and loads of notebooks, all for the police to find. Exactly. Brilliant. So he talks about the current... As
0: opposed to being hacked.
2: They could be hacked, yeah.
0: Easier to hack than actually go around someone's house. Mm.
2: What they should be doing is keeping it on floppy disks. (laughs) (laughs) If they're being really smart. Yes.
0: Or one of those really titchy USB pens.
2: Where you can lose it. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I think, you know what, notebook's a good shout. (laughs) So, I've been convinced so the team currently is steed lucius john and black pete hey sorry also the swede and i believe buttons is involved at this point already yeah um
0: his job is to eat someone and cause a destruction outside
2: do you want to know what his role is it is a bit of a spoiler for what's ahead
0: no don't spoil it for me okay
2: we'll come back to that they all have a role in the team already yeah um but they need someone else they need a mastermind they need someone with experience and there's only one person Steed can think of that has the experience of doing good heists.
1: Oh, it's Eddie Teach, is it?
2: It's Blackbeard. Yes. And Lucius has never heard of him. He's like, what? You mean like from that pirate movie? He's like, no. Surely you've heard of him. Like he did a Louvre heist in 2009. Uh, the MoMA. I don't know what the MoMA is.
1: Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on that as well. Robbed
2: um, it in 2007. Yeah. Anyway. Lucius doesn't know he was 16 in 2009. I think I was around that age as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, he steals jewels, paintings, steals specifically Maori artifacts and returns them to their tribes. Oh, which good guy, is Blackbeard. Rad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because there's nothing in the British Museum which isn't stolen.
2: Exactly. The secret ingredient is crime. Yes. <laughs> At one point, he common. And-
0: uh- I mean, I mean, there is one thing. Hmm? There, there was a point where uh, a Greek, the Greek, the Greeks were in a lot of financial oh. debt, and so we bought a pillar off them. I think it was from the Pantheon. That sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, they're missing this. They've got like a whole line of beautiful like pillars, What? and then one's missing, <laughs> and then it's just in the British Museum, and it's just like. It looks so Just wrong. Just once, the
2: secret ingredient wasn't crime.
0: And they're like, ah, but we've got a receipt. like, Bastards.
2: That said, the financial institutions are all criminals anyway. So the secret, the secret ingredient is still crime.
1: It is still crime. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. That's true. So right then, uh, now uh, can you stop beating your anti-capitalist drum? And uh...
2: no. <laughs> So um, Edward Teach got caught when he literally commandeered the HMS Belfast to get away.
1: Holy shit! Which ah. I believe is still
2: a sailing ship.
1: It's a battleship, yeah.
2: Yeah, but it, it's like a it is, 18th yes. century one, right? No,
1: hang on a sec. Um, give me two seconds. Yeah, it's it's not an 18th century one. It is a it's a relatively modern battleship, which is now a museum in London. Uh, yeah. Okay. Aww. Like. When did I uh, quite uh, Not quite sure. It's, it's on oh, the Thames. Okay. It was built in 1936. So, yeah. It's, it's relatively I'm thinking recent. of a
2: different ship. There is one that is, like, technically a. Um, it's technically still a Navy ship, but it's a ye olde sailing ship.
0: Yeah, I think it's in. I want to say
1: Newport.
2: Something like that.
1: Is that. Is it H- somewhere, HMS. Somewhere Victory? There.
2: I've I no idea. I don't know in
0: my ships, but I've seen pictures oh, of okay. it. I assume that's the one they meant, which shit. would
2: have been really on brand for Blackbeard. It I would, yeah. A sailing ship to get away, stealing a modern battleship's pretty rad know. as well. Yes. <laughs> so sure. Hey, well, nice. Blackbeard tried to steal the the Belfast instead. Got caught. Spent a couple of years in prison. Now runs a restaurant.
1: Yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's on brand. Well, for that's a heist restaurant movie, isn't more it? like a bar. Yeah, yeah, a bar and grill.
0: I can see him as the type of bartender just hanging around the back. Polishing glasses with an old rag It it
2: suits him as a concept
1: Yeah, friendly bartender but with like an air of menace So,
2: (laughs) as they're discussing Blackbeard, uh, someone yells from down the hallway Steed, your friends are here And this is Mary shouting them down
1: Your weird friends are here (laughs) Yeah,
2: Steed, your weird friends are here
1: (laughs) Thank you And Lucius (laughs) is sort of confused
2: That's the ex-wife, isn't it? What's the story there? And Steve flies it was an amicable split. She's allowing me to base our operations from home, as long as I don't tell her anything incriminating.
1: So, but he's definitely cutting her in. (laughs) Eh, not really. Uh, really?
2: Yeah, he's, they're keeping this separate. Oh, I see. He's essentially sort of using one of the rooms as his heist planning room, and Mary just wants nothing to do with it. (laughs) Even though this is modern day, that's they fair. are still living in a mansion, by the way. Well, yeah. So like They've uh, got plenty of rooms. Yeah,
0: he's, a, he's a rich boy. Isn't yeah. He's a
2: very rich boy in this. So, the team are finally assembled. Or, the team so far are assembled. Black Pete's here, Swede is here, they're all impressed. Buttons comes in and goes, The energy is suitable for my needs. As he sort of <laughs> surveys the place. Nice. And there's Buttons. Do you want to introduce us to your friend? Sure. This is Carl. <laughs> so Carl is yes. here.
0: He better not die in this.
2: I'm saying nothing.
0: I want this to be a fix it Steve- fit.
2: <laughs> Steve gives Carl a wave, thinking it'd be rude not to. He's like Is, is he is he house trained? Mostly. <laughs> I'd just like to apologise to Scotland. My accent is it's not on point today.
1: It's um to be fair, it, uh, mine was a lot worse the first time we did this, so I will <laughs>
2: try and get back into that impression eventually. Yeah. So another thing I really like about this scene transitions are a tiny ship. Oh good. They've used a little paragraph break with a tiny ship in there.
1: That's a shame mine's not loading it.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah mine's not yeah. either. That's a shame. It's yeah, it on my
1: shame. phone it seems to be.
0: Oh no hang on. Yes I can see a very very tiny it's little below, ship. It's below grey dot.
1: Is it the HMS Belfast? No it's not the Belfast. It's got sails <laughs> for
2: god's sake. It's a Viking ship, if anything. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, that's a Viking longboat. This isn't accurate. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Nitpick number one. <laughs> You've used a Viking oh, boat. shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. So it cuts to um, time after the meeting. Mary's asking if he had a nice time with his friends, and they just sort of discuss it. And she's like, oh, don't tell me too much. Like, I, I don't want to be incriminated if you do go to prison. And she's sort of like, are you sure you need to do this? And um, Steve's saying, yes, I have to do this.
0: I hope she just thinks he's growing weed in the attic <laughs> or something. <laughs>
2: she seems to think it's a heist. and so
0: No, uh, well, so Mary thinks it's a heist.
2: Mary knows it's a heist, yeah.
0: Okay, I see.
2: Um, Mary tries to reassure him, and sh- at this point she says, I don't want you to try and live up to what he said. It was cruel. And at this point we get a flashback. To Steed's dad,
1: who yeah sounds like a proper cunt by the sounds. He's
2: of a proper cunt. This is Steed's dad on his deathbed and yeah. his last words to Steed, which I'm going to read verbatim. Do better. <laughs> Maybe this'll even be good for you, Steed. You could do with doing something yourself for once. If you go on being a soft-handed, spoilt little puff who's never worked a day in his life forever, your family will suffer. You'd do well to teach those unfortunate children of yours not to follow in their father's
1: footsteps. Wow, yeah.
0: My last words to that would have to the guy dying would have been like, "It's probably a good thing you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Suck a stiffy! Sorry, I'll live mate. how I want. <laughs> yeah, would
2: exactly. be my response. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck's sake. So
2: Steed's dad did not appreciate him. Hmm. This clearly got to oh. Steed.
0: Well, yeah. it would.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, you're your dying. Absolutely, would.
0: breath of your dad. is just what your shit, yeah. and then just passes out.
2: but Stephen he was right not about the homophobic part but about my uh, lack of agency I'd like to I want to do more I want to be more and Mary's like you can't do that within the bounds of the law
0: who the fuck can (laughs) (laughs) I said nothing
2: Um, he goes I thought you wanted plausible deniability and she goes I do and I fucking loathe the badmintons you know that but is this the thing to do
1: Okay, so um, so that establishes. Are the
0: badminton's the curators of the British Museum or something? We will
2: find out. The targets are the badminton's, though.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, we so, hate we okay. hate the badminton's. Interesting. We do
2: hate the badminton's. Yeah, fuck them.
0: Or rather, that one badminton.
1: I he hate all the badmintons, places. to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, not the actor.
2: Oh no, he's a st- he seems like a stand-up bloke. Yeah, and but...
1: ver- a very good actor because he made us hate the badminton's. Exactly. So, it takes yeah. it
2: takes good acting to be an asshole.
1: It does. It does. So,
2: yeah. Anyway, so we've established sort of the reasons this heist is happening. Hates the badmintons. Wants to prove his dead dad wrong.
1: Fair enough. A- amicable goals, I think. Yeah,
2: pretty yeah. decent. But he needs a team. And on that note, <laughs> we montage. We cut to him visiting. Blackbeard's Bar and Grill and other delicacies and delights and fishing supplies. Hey (laughs) to use its full name. It's a nautical themed restaurant. Uh Steed has gone and he's gonna say hello. The Yelp reviews are mixed at best.
1: That sounds like Blackbeard's (laughs) Bar and Grill, doesn't it?
2: It does. Yep. (laughs) So he goes in, he's greeted by a waiter named Olawonde. Hey here he, he is says welcome to Blackbeard's Bar and Grill. And Steed oh, boy. Steed wants to speak to the owner. Olawonde's not having it, it's like oh mate, he's he's out. Oh the Steed thinks he sees him behind the behind the, the doors to the kitchen. Olawande's like, No, mate, you're not seeing him. Steed pulls out the biggest bill in his wallet, hands it to Olowande, goes, Can you tell him that Steed Bonnet is here? I'll wait. <laughs> and um Olawande goes into the kitchen, chats to the guy with long black hair who is cooking food. They look he looks over at uh, at Steed. Steed waves awkwardly. Olawande returns and he goes Um he says he'll talk to you if you buy food. And Steed was going to anyway. Uh Steed orders something called a Turoi which, I did some research. This is a, a sushi dish. It looks very green, and being someone who eats mostly beige food, I wasn't that impressed. But, <laughs> it's... Um, I don't know, I could see it being good. So, Steed orders a Toroy and an orange cocktail. Blackbeard's break is at ten, but it's only seven now, so he has a long way to head.
1: Oh, he's gonna get so drunk.
2: He has his Toroi, He has some chips as well, later on. And he eyes up a musician that is playing at the bar, whose name is Frenchie.
0: Hey, here he is. Hey. <laughs> and Steve Pond playing an accordion.
2: Uh, acoustic guitar.
0: Oh, modern setting, I guess.
2: So, Steve, Steve's eyeing up and thinking, hmm, we could use an entertainer in the team. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, mate. <laughs> Maybe as some kind of distraction, like a fake performer to sneak into the museum. Maybe (laughs) even just to boost morale morale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe we could just have comic relief Crews always have someone for that, right?
3: Oh, bless him
1: So Steed
2: goes (laughs) over, puts a huge tip in his box And after the show, Frenchy comes up to talk to Steed He's like, oh, thanks for the tip, man Something I can do He's like, well, I've got a job offer for you And they back and forth about this Frenchie gets the wrong idea. He's so, well, mate, I'm flattered, but that's, that's not the kind of job I do. She's so he's like, oh, no, no, I didn't mean that either. How about a <laughs> heist? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's, sorry, it's phrased even better than that. I'm putting together a crew. A, a crew? Like, yeah. Have you seen Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> and Ola one day comes into the conversation as well. He's like, oh, what's going on? He's like, do you want to join our crew? <laughs> Oh no! We oh, do he's some...
0: not subtle, is he? Bless him. Do you know
2: anything about uh, gadgets? And Oliver is like, well, I I know HTML. And <laughs> Steve's like, ah, oh. perfect. You're in. <laughs> oh,
1: it would it God. would stand to reason that uh, Frenchie has just witnessed um, this fop in 18th century gear at wander up and leave him the biggest tip he's had in his life, and mm-hmm. think, yeah, that dude wants to fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. You would, wouldn't
2: you? You'd assume that's the case.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So he starts recruiting all the one day. And Frenchie's like, Yeah, no, all the one day, come on join. Now you've got an excuse to talk to Jim. I'm sure this guy will want a knife type person, yeah? Ah. And Steve perks up and goes, I would love a knife type person. <laughs>
3: oh
0: Steed.
2: And uh yeah, he pitches them on his plan while they wait for Blackbeard. And um <laughs>
0: So half the staff are already on yeah. in this crew yeah. by the time Blackbeard <laughs> comes over. Exactly.
2: So Blackbeard <laughs> eventually comes over. And <laughs> Ollone's like, okay, we'll leave you guys to it. And yeah, they go to shake hands. Steed realizes he's got ketchup on his roughly on his roughly sleeves. Oh. He's like, Oh no. I don't suppose you've got a tide stick And they're just like, Nah man, but Baking soda or get that out no problem. That's an Ed Teach guarantee.
1: <laughs> he's he's still um when you know, before we before we get to know him he's still p- portrayed as like this almost Lockhart esque figure. Oh he's so smooth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So Yeah, they they, they talk over this. Steed tells me he needs a plan. Needless <laughs> to say, Edward Teach is not into this plan. He, he's out. He it's half baked. I don't want to go to prison. And it's at this point Steed explains why he's trying to do this. Hmm. His dad disinherited him. On his oh, day. so he's got no money. So he had no money. He had to sell his Pride and Joy, which is a boat that he was building called the Revenge.
1: The Revenge. Oh, no. It cost
2: 13 million to build. It is an authentic 18th century vessel. And he had to sell it to the Badminton Twins.
1: Oh. In they order they to get to steal, himself back in the will. Are they going to steal the revenge? No. From the badmintons?
2: The badmintons want double the price to give it back. Oh, okay. Steed is planning to steal the money to pay the badmintons.
0: Hang on, just a, a shitting second. Hang if on, just a shitting second. willing to rob the British Museum... Why not just rob a load of fucking nobodies?
2: I will confess, I've jumped the gun a bit on this. Okay. At this point, Steed doesn't plan to rob the British Museum.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So the first He just thing wants was to do summary. some
2: robbery to get the money back.
0: Okay. Alright, I'm with it now. Alright.
2: But it's the, the summary sort of spoiled that the plan eventually becomes we rob the British Museum.
0: I mean, that's very and Steed, to be honest. It's very what these characters would do. <laughs> so
2: the reason yeah, exactly. the plan becomes I rob the British Museum is there's one heist that Ed Teach never got round to doing, but he really wanted to do.
1: Oh, it's the big one.
2: He wanted to rob the British Museum, because fuck the British Museum. And oh, just um, just yeah. hang
1: on a minute. Um, Again, I've got a similar issue to, uh, to Grace with this. Why doesn't he just rob the badminton twins?
2: Stealing the boat would be a lot better, I will concede. I think that would be yeah. cool. On the but other hand, you like... know what?
0: If he took it back, they'd be like, oh, there's only one person who would steal this fucking shit back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, Let's just burn it. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: But there is a reason it becomes Robert the British Museum. And honestly, the story is better for ignoring the idea of stealing the boat.
0: Okay. Okay, they just needed so a reason to get to the British Museum. With, go with them That's on fine. this journey. I like it. It's
2: It's worth it. Yes. So Ed says, no, I'm not interested in doing this plan. He goes to the kitchen. He comes back with an orange box for an orange box of baking soda with his number written on it. Oh! If you're interested in non-heist-related con- conversations, then I'll be around.
1: <laughs> oh, so he's he's on the pull as well. Yeah. you're <laughs> Blackbeard So you Steed
2: did not get Blackbeard involved in the heist. He did get Edward Teacher's number and some baking soda to get the ketchup out of his sleeves. Brilliant. <laughs> also. There's a gift shop out the back if you're into that sort of thing. And Steed beams that, I am into gifts. I'll go take a look. <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> so that's the end of chapter one. Steed oh, is blessing. determined, I'm going to try and change his mind eventually.
0: He's going to have to seduce him. Gonna have to seduce He's going to have to steal his heart first.
1: Yeah. Steal his <laughs> heart before they can steal the artifacts.
0: you got to heist to heist.
2: Chapter two is about putting the team together and choosing what everyone's jobs and special skills are.
0: Oh, montage. I want a montage. So,
2: right out the bat, Black Pete dibs the muscle.
1: Well, he would, wouldn't he?
2: But Wee John looks at him and goes, "Well, I thought I was obviously the muscle."
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> Wee John's a bit like a Wee brick. Wee John's massive.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Roach is like, "Well, if anyone's going to torture anyone, it'll be me." Do you have any <laughs> weapons by the way, or do we need to get creative?
0: Oh my god.
2: no one's torturing anyone besides the muscles clearly Jim and Jim just lifts a hand like (laughs) yep which yeah fair Jim's the muscle
1: yeah Jim is is terrifying Mm -hmm. when they're angry
2: so he starts with Lucius asks him what his skills are Lucius's skills well I'm I function as a confidant a soundboard a voice of reason at a push I'm even the comedic vibe (laughs) that's
1: very Lucius (laughs) do you have any
2: skills yeah. to fit that well my skills are art theater improv calligraphy i took three <laughs> years of german in high school and i've been described as a good judge of character
0: uh, i was... also know oh. a, a
2: weird amount about celebrity heights and i went through this pickpockety phase uh, yeah. it was not cute honestly but it could be handy
0: he sounds oh, like if... he's the social spy doesn't
2: he he is Yes. Yeah. Also, if you need a decoy or some baits or anything, depending on how hot the guy is, uh, <laughs>
0: I, I'd be willing, you
2: know?
1: <laughs> Thanks for putting yourself out there, mate. <laughs> oh, Lucius, you little hawk. <laughs> I <know. laughs> oh. So
2: I Lucius is signed up as assistant captain is his role. Nice.
1: Hey, nice.
2: And now they're going to do several one-on-one interviews with the rest of the crew to determine... Who is what role. Yeah. Steed is planning the questions. Question one, I need to know if anyone has any specific or special skills, like I asked you. Question two is if they can hack or use gadgets. And question three is what animal they think they'd be.
0: Stop being <laughs> classic Steed analytical. inventing HR
1: as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lucius is confused to that. I love this line, and that's the reason I was setting this up. Yeah. Steed goes, of course that's necessary. If I didn't know intrinsically in my core that I would be a cockatiel, I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> and I'd really feel that you have an answer too. You're just overthinking it. Steed is absolutely Steed a cockatiel. Steed is absolutely a cockatiel. That's perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: and
2: that's why I'm going to turn to you guys now. Don't think about it. Just tell me what animal you think you'd be.
0: Go. Magpie.
1: Nick. Like shiny things. Um, okay. Probably, a. I don't know, a fucking pangolin.
0: Oh, sweet. Okay,
2: good choice. Probably an owl for me, I think.
1: Yep, okay. Yeah,
0: you're nocturnal.
2: Nocturnal, big eyes, stupider than he looks.
0: (laughs) Debatable.
2: (laughs) I don't know how to take that.
0: (laughs) Just say yes.
2: (laughs) Anyway, question four is, tell me about a time you've had a conflict with a colleague and how they've resolved it.
1: Oh, he really is doing HR. That's
2: full on HR.
1: Yes, Jesus, it is. he's going to do a
0: skills metric while he's about it. I know, <laughs> Rate yourself from 1 to 10.
2: On that note, this is where nitpick number 1 actually comes in. Oh, okay. Lucius is like, oh yeah, very corporate, what are you going to do? Talk about the 401k. And So he goes, yeah, I actually wanted to make sure if... Um, I want everyone to know that pre-existing conditions are covered.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do not need health insurance in the British yeah, Isles. Yeah, this isn't really because... a... Pro-
2: not to brag... But this isn't really a thing in the UK. Yeah, are they in that's the very UK American the moment, dialogue.
0: Or are they? Because like they're going to the British Museum, but are they actually in Britain? I, I
2: mean, Steve's got an estate in Britain, so it seems like he's at least British.
0: Okay.
2: So yeah, just a minor nitpick. This di- it doesn't quite work for this a British <laughs> heist but not every American will know that, <laughs> fair enough. It's, it is a minor nip. Most of
0: the audience will know what's going on because this isn't in the UK, James. The audience in the UK doesn't exist because they can't access it
2: Oh, yeah, legally.
1: that's a good point. Ah, uh, <sighs> yes. It's why I had to move to America. That's why we've all watch watch out, like visited America death. to watch the
2: show. Yeah. Yes. No British person has watched our flag means death. Same thing about oh. social security numbers here. It is a, uh, what do we even call them? National Insurance. National Insurance. I even forgot briefly. Uh, And finally, can anyone drive? (laughs) Because Steed can't and neither can Lucius. (laughs) Apparently this is a gay thing.
1: What? Gay people can't drive? Apparently. What?
2: Apparently that's like a stereotype that's... I um, thought it was just Yeah, Lucius is like, oh yeah, I should have known from the jump. Honestly, ex-wife, statement sleeves. Well, I'm sure someone is straight enough to drive on the crew. Otherwise, half of them wouldn't have got here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's literally no
2: no, no. no gay people can drive. It's more just like a trope. That's the impression I get. So I'm just for the sake of time, I'm going to skip the individual team interviews. I think
1: it's probably worth the listener going back and reading these themselves.
2: Oh yeah, everyone should read this themselves. It's very good. Yes, Um, very very
1: good.
0: Why don't you quickly sum up uh, who? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to skip to the end because
2: by the end. Steed brings out a cork board with everyone's face on it and their roll. Oh, nice. After an hour, uh, Steed has put together a cork board. Everyone's bored on their phones. They've ordered in an Indian. Brilliant. One of them has been um, giving out <laughs> <Nice>. the marijuanas.
1: <laughs> Not uh, the No, hey,
0: The marijuanas. Fun, funny set.
2: Steed, quote, right. If you guys want to blaze, air quotes... I'd appreciate it if you did it during your free time. It's bad for productivity.
3: (laughs) Twitch Burns replies,
2: You could use some. Might help with some of that nervous energy. I don't have nervous energy, Steed said. (laughs) Your loss.
0: Fuck's sake. Of course.
2: So, Steed brings out the board. Here's what everyone's roles are. Oh, go on. Start with Lucius. Assistant Captain slash Record Keeper slash Pickpocket slash Honey Trap if needed. <laughs> Which Ro- Roach goes, what? Honey Trap was on the rolls. Sort of miffed.
1: Roach wants that fucking <laughs> roll. <laughs>
2: Lucius volunteered for that. Incidentally, his animal ring-tailed lemur. Hey!
0: Which, yeah, good.
2: I can see. Mm-hmm.
0: The sideburns, isn't it? Next up,
2: Frenchie. <laughs> Talent slash distraction slash con man. Special skills, Talent. music, podcasting, scamming people out of money, sewing, ballroom dancing. And an accent so realistic you can trick white people. <laughs> so he comes up in his thing. He has, his special <laughs> is he can do an African accent convincing enough to trick any white people he talks to.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: Oh, so amazing. he does the accent
2: okay. for everyone when this <laughs> comes up. A wee John goes, you can go ahead and add me to the list of white people you tricked. <laughs> and then they fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very good accent, apparently. Yeah. Next up, no. Olawande, Group coordinator slash mission control slash also a con man. Special skills, puzzles, organizing a workplace, HTML, and bowling.
1: That's Olawande all over. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Animal. Oh,
0: bless
1: him. Penguin.
2: <laughs> oh, French's animal. Beluga oh. whale.
1: Beluga whale.
2: I can see it. Okay. Uh, next up, Jim. Muscle slash knife person slash driver. So we've, we've got our wheelman. Yeah. Wheel person. Skills knife throwing, slicing and dicing, bringing pain to enemies, burglary, <laughs> maintaining a disguise, and driving. Which Steed is thrilled nice. about.
1: Now, at least somebody can drive
2: jim's animal tiger
1: jim is
0: 100 uh strong arming this crew <laughs> at this point
2: as with the show uh-huh. jim's the one cool competent person on the team yes
1: <laughs> yes they are
2: black pete muscle slash gun expert special skills
3: oh is
0: guns
2: gun? mixed martial arts allegedly
1: Allegedly.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: General thievery and diorama building. (laughs) His animal is a wolverine, which I'm completely on board with because he probably thinks wolverines are a lot cooler than they actually are because the name sounds rad, Yeah. but they're actually just a really angry badger. (laughs)
0: Hey, that's sick.
2: Which fits Black Pete pretty much perfectly.
1: To be fair... um, I would have said buttons would have been the... To be fair, badgers are pretty angry... (laughs) just as badgers. They are. So, yeah.
2: It's the an excessively angry badger. Wee <laughs> oui John. rigor slash map expert slash kind of still the muscle. <laughs> His animal? Panda. Oh.
1: Yeah, that fits. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a panda.
2: Roach. Doctor slash man slash chef if necessary.
1: Is he a doctor? Greaseman? No. Greaseman? What is a greaseman?
2: I don't know what that means.
1: Like uh, there's grease monkey, which is like the team mechanic.
2: Yeah, I guess suppose. he might just be the fixer, kind of.
0: Uh, wasn't he the one who cut Lucius's uh, he's the torture finger off or something? He's
2: he's the ship's short sore bones on the uh, show. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interestingly, on his special skills, it lists performing top surgery. Oh, okay. Which means it, it implies to me that one, that's how that's how he knows Jim, but two. Jim probably got black market top surgery.
0: I just top I probably surgery. wouldn't have gone to him for top surgery is all I'm saying.
2: No, I wouldn't have.
1: But I don't know what um, it's
2: removing breast tissue in gender reassignment surgery.
1: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that makes surgery sense.
2: Surgery on the top half.
1: Yeah. So surgery on your top.
2: Animal raccoon. Okay. But to clarify, raccoons are very clean and they wash their hands in rivers.
0: They also get caught in bakeries <laughs> having eaten the entire stock and being
2: they do, and it's amazing <laughs> when too that happens. too fat to move.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <bless> yeah.
2: <laughs> Swede is translator slash jewelry expert. Speaks four languages and can make fake jewelry and sell oh, it. Oh, brilliant! Animal iguana, and finally Buttons's role. Uh, wh- wild card. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, you he's know know the wild card.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah, the fuck are you going to tell Buttons to do? You can't? Yeah,
2: he's the wild card, baby.
0: <laughs> he brings what he brings, uh, bro.
2: He's got a lot what of skills, Carl? including bird whispering and drug procuring. Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Buttons is the deal. Has he
0: got the teeth still? Of course. He doesn't mention That'll it. That'll come up later, I hope.
2: Animal of choice, seagull.
3: Yes. Yay.
1: What's, uh, is,
0: <laughs> what's uh, Carl's position?
2: Carl doesn't have one.
0: I was hoping for like a bit on Carl, like expert food thief. Chip smuggler, yeah, ice cream diver, sandcastle yeah. <laughs> ruiner, bane of toddlers, and you know what? Animal human.
2: <laughs> Steed made a mistake not including Carl because, as Jim now points out, that's only 10 people.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: You can't be called Bonnets 11 when there's only 10 oh, of that's you.
0: because Edward has to show but-
2: Because we need to honey trap Blackbeard. Yeah. Steed protests at the use of honey trapping. But everyone's like, no, you're honey trapped. <laughs> we, we <know.
1: laughs> You've got to go and sleep with him yeah. so that he's.
0: You're standing into there our with host. a cravat. Frenchy Ed man- digs it. Get yeah. in
1: there.
2: <laughs> Frenchie mentions, we do still need a tech guy. Steve's like, well, all I want to HTML. Aww. But no, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, no. that's not Eddie Fish. <laughs> And for non-tech people, that that's not anything.
0: I'm so glad you told me that. Oh, I, I wasn't love this. entirely sure. But I was too scared to say
2: anything. H- HTML. You could build a website if you put your mind I, to that it. That doesn't tell yes. me. You what can't it is. hack anything with HTML. That doesn't tell me what it is. <laughs> You're not a hacker. At this point, they do mention man- mentions there is always one person we could call because we we do need a hacker, and Blackbeard is not a hacker. He's more oh, of a mastermind.
0: I think I know. Yeah.
2: There is one man we could get on our team that would be an excellent oh. hacker. But, oh, but Ed, it, Ed, it... Ed would flip his shit if we got him on the team. There's no way we could do it.
1: Oh, it's the world's most menacing northerner, yes. isn't that's,
2: it? That's right. Izzy Hands yes. is the hacker.
1: Oh, he,
0: he's oh brilliant. hacker energy. But, yeah. but evil yeah. hacker energy.
2: So it so are Fang and Ivan. Ah. They're more technical, but they wouldn't join without Izzy. He's sort of a General hacker, whereas the others are sort of more specialist on different things. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> so much rage in such a small frame. Yeah. <laughs> He's little and uh, angry.
2: He's the hacker.
1: Yep. The most miserable asshole I've ever had the displeasure of meeting. Very efficient, <laughs> though.
2: He used to be part of Blackbeard's team, but then when they went to jail, uh, they fell apart.
3: Oh.
1: oh. Okay. They don't.
2: They won't work with each other again.
1: Oh. Oh, they've had a...
2: Izzy's trying to get him back into the game, but Ed's having none of it. He's retired.
1: They've had a pink Floyd moment, should we say? Sure. He's gonna yeah.
0: proper resent Steed for getting him back in if he gets back in. I'm here for yeah. it. I want this drama. So
2: <laughs> they've decided they're just gonna recruit them both because they do need both ultimately. Steed yep. is gonna work on getting Ed back on. Uh, I think it's Frenchie and Roach are gonna try and recruit Izzy. Talking of recruiting, Teach, Steed finally calls him after getting the number. Oh, here we go. They uh, plan to meet up for dinner somewhere that isn't uh, Ed's bar and grill. He wants to meet somewhere where he's not going to recruit his entire crew. (laughs) Incidentally, (laughs) it seems like Steed has a landline, which, yeah, (laughs) that fits. Yeah, it does. Steed loiters by the wire phone, he says.
1: I'm imagining um, it's either one of those fake sort of nineteenth-century telephones, you know, with a separate oh, mouthpiece, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the separate earpiece rather, or it's uh, it's a black Baker-like <laughs> rotary dial phone. You cert- it's certainly
2: got a rotor, regardless. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the two. But anyway, yeah, they plan this. Um, I'll cut to Steed sort of getting ready as they're planning this date. Steve goes, "You don't happen to have a car, do you?" And then it just goes, "I'll pick you up." Then they hang up.
1: Yeah. Uh.
2: next evening steed is planning trying to choose between two nearly identical cravats
0: <laughs> of course
2: mary mary i need help <laughs> and mary's like oh good a cravat crisis
0: <laughs> <And she's> like, <laughs> that's probably one of the more uh relieving problems for her than anything else mm-hmm. oh thank god yep. it's just one of them he
2: just can't decide between baby blue and sky oh, blue
1: oh God. Oh classic steed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've just never seen you this unsure about what to wear. Hang on. I've never seen you this unsure about what to wear.
1: Oh Steve's she's like, she's twigged that he's going out for something.
2: He's he's looking for casual advice about a casual look for a casual hangout with a casual acquaintance. Well, that about
1: bullshit. <laughs> he says,
2: Sorry, I think you forgot to mention if it's going to be casual. <laughs> "Eh." steed begins to question if maybe not maybe he shouldn't wear a cravat maybe he should go with something more modern mary argues no you shouldn't you can't pretend to be someone you're not on your first date (laughs) and he's like well i didn't say that you didn't have to i love this dynamic between mary and steed this is one of my favorite things. there's a lot of things i like about this fic but in particular i like that they're They've made things work. They're still friends, even though Steed has come out and they've divorced amicably. Like, she's still there to back yeah, him up. Yeah, still a friend, isn't she? And that's good. Yeah. Anyway, Ed doesn't have a car. He does have a motorbike. Oh,
1: of course he does. Oh, that's... Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can see that.
2: Pulls up to the estate, is impressed at the house. Steed's embarrassed about the house. Hands him a helmet and uh, they ride off on their date.
1: <laughs> Such a fucking bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> even even though he's retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Steed's having a great time with it. The date is lovely. They try and avoid talking about heist things. And that that can be difficult. It's at this point Steed says, Yeah, we're going to rob the British Museum. And it's like, fuck, it. <laughs> no, you're not. It's like, Yeah, we're going to rob <laughs> the big guys. Then you want to take him down. And they have a bit more of an argument about Willy, won't they? Ed is still not in, incidentally. Yeah. But what they do start talking about when they change the subject is fashion. And, yeah. <laughs> Steed mentions he has a whole wardrobe of these kind of outfits. In fact, he mentions that his walk-in wardrobe has its own walk-in oh wardrobe.
1: My God. Oh, and Blackbeard's like, he's doing the whole thing in the TV show. Like, yeah. really? he's like, oh, I'd I kill see? to see that. <laughs> he's like, well,
2: you could come see it.
1: Play your cards, right? Help yeah. me rob the British Museum and...
2: <laughs> no, he just shows them. Oh, and that's where good. they go next. They go back to Steed's house. And he shows him the walk-in wardrobe and the secret walk-in wardrobe. Yes. And this scene <laughs> plays out fairly similarly to the show. Uh Steed spots the pocket square. Ah. Yeah. And the you wear fine things well, oh. which is very sweet.
1: That was one of the most adorable It's so good, isn't it? Bits of the TV show that I have seen thus far. Yeah. It was very cute. Yeah.
2: So Ed doesn't stay the night, they say goodnight, and then Steve gets a phone call. It's Frenchie. Izzy's in.
1: <gasps> you son of a bitch, I'm in! Yeah. Yeah. That's the first
2: son of a bitch I'm in. Um, okay, there's one bit I will mention from chapter three, because we're running out of time. There's just one line from chapter three we, I need to talk to you guys about before we go. Yep. So the plan is to rob the British Museum and frame it. ...on the badmintons.
1: Oh, yes, that's perfect.
2: There is a trident there. uh, The Trident de Poseidon. In French. Hundreds of years old. We're going to steal it and we're going to put it in Nigel Badminton's car.
1: So they're they're literally not doing this for the money. I'm
2: going to read you this line verbatim. Yes. I happen to know that Nigel Badminton has been having a streak of rotten luck of late... ...making some potentially unwise business dealings... Have any of you heard of NFTs? (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! They're like these ape things. Like JPEGs, but they cost thousands of pounds. Why would you spend thousands of pounds on a JPEG? Black Pete asks. (laughs) 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 Because one of your financial advisors convinced you to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm here for this. Yeah, so
2: (laughs) that's the plan. They're, um...
1: I think the badmintons... The badmintons would absolutely have
2: invested in NFTs, and that would have screwed (laughs) them over.
1: Yeah, but they would have taken the piss out of Steed for not investing in NFTs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: For sure. And and that has ruined his day. That has ruined the badmintons, and that's part of this heist. I thought that was beautiful, and I can't wait to see where the rest of this fic is going.
1: Yep, 100%. So
2: there are four chapters out. I will be revisiting this at some point. I'm going to find an excuse to talk about this more, and neither of you can stop me.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, maybe um, if uh, our flag means death gets renewed, then who knows? Maybe we can go back to it. Maybe.
3: We'll see. I hope it
1: gets, I hope it gets renewed. I'm,
2: I'm just going to talk about it regardless. even if, So, okay, Haunt Take. Even if it does get renewed, it's not going to be done for a couple of years. Because yeah. uh Waitiki is a very busy man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm optimistic. I don't want to bring the mood down, but we'll see. Hopefully he'll turn
0: around and tell one of the big companies to stick it and just renew this for fun. That's what
2: I'm hoping. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, thank you, Spring and a Storm. We'll keep an eye on this.
1: Yeah, 100%. We'll be
0: reading in my spare time. Fantastic work. (laughs) Sounds fantastic. Yeah, (laughs) fantastic work. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So, Grace, what have you been reading?
0: That's an excellent question. I should probably get the Google Doc up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not entirely sure how because I'm useless with technology. I would not be the hacker <laughs> in this scenario.
1: Grace wouldn't be the hacker, she would be
2: Grace is the
0: one. I'll turn card off of and wipe the entire mainframe of the internet by mistake. <laughs> I have been reading Steed's Super Fun Sleepover Adventure featuring a mildly traumatized Izzy Hands by Natalieel.
1: Oh, I can see where this is going. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Because we (laughs) we already (laughs) did this, but still. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't.
0: Thanks for the acting, (laughs) Nick.
1: This is our first take,
2: and you can't prove otherwise because I destroyed the footage proving otherwise.
1: Yeah, first accidentally, (laughs) and then again on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So I
0: see this is part of
2: the Izzy Hands is a miserable asshole collection.
0: Yes, it is. And part one of the Domesticating Your First Mate for Fun and Profit series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was about to say you wouldn't have an undomesticated first mate if you really want to, but then I remembered Buttons was the first mate originally, and yes. he's the yes. most feral human I've ever seen.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Ah, love you, Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so, the tags crack treated seriously, fluff and humor, POV Israel hands, Israel hands set trick. Israel hands has issues. Israel Hands Needs a Hug, Minor Blackbeard and Israel Hands, Minor Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet, Soft Steed, Touch Starved, Israel Hands Redemption, Developing Friendship, Sharing a Bed, Implied Steady yes. Hands! Steady Hands!
1: Yes! Love that All name. three of them. What a nice. ship name. What is ship name. I love name?
0: that name. I feel there's a song called that, but I'm not sure. So, summary. Just so I understand, Izzy says, voice stealing in the way that of most men quaking with fear. Bonians have an indulgent smile from Steed. You're going to enforce mandatory bonding time for me with the rest of the crew so that I can learn to get along with them. <laughs> or. Steed organises a sleepover to try and get to know Izzy better. Somewhere in between wearing Steed's clothes and getting his nails painted, Izzy loses his mind. (laughs) This is all written from Izzy's point of view. Oh, bless him.
1: Oh, bless Izzy. Bless them both. Steed is trying here. Mm -hmm.
0: There's nothing like taking a miserable man out of his comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) I love love this comedic trope. Trying to
1: make them hard boys soft.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's it. Oh it's difficult to like entice out an edgy teen, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And he was
2: an edgy teen.
0: He was an edgy teen. He died at twenty three or something, so didn't he? That's yeah. about
2: right. He did, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: He's he's a very He was
2: mm. definitely a teen when he was on <laughs> Blackbeard's crew. He's
0: he's probably eighteen, isn't mm-hmm. he? Bless him. How old is he? And a life at sea has definitely aged him. Do you think Izzy I Hands can't. is a twink then?
1: I mean, Con O'Neill definitely isn't. Um, no. I'm not saying he's unattractive, he's just not. Yeah, he's not. You
2: know, he's, he's more of a dilf. I'd
3: say he's, he's, more, he's
1: more sort of rugged and, you know. Um, he's in the dilf zone or, for sure. Yes. He's,
0: he's more of a shark in the aquatic gay uh-huh. life section, isn't he?
2: I don't know what that means.
0: But we're getting out of that because I don't like where this is going.
2: <laughs> you started. I'm not it.
0: playing into it. You can't you, make me. Right. So much. Izzy is just stood there looking <laughs> affronted, while Steed is there, like massaging Blackbeard's legs. True to character, Steed is all for like team building exercises and go and goes on to try and convince Izzy. Yes, it'll be good for morale. you are part of this crew too, Izzy. You don't need to be their friend, but maybe a little extra bonding time will help, especially as their first mate. And Izzy sneers at him, ignoring Ed, like, glaring daggers at him. You know, interrupting his precious darling steed bonnet, whose words gossiple. You want me to go on a little picnic? organise a sleepover, braid someone's hair while we all talk about boys. Naturally he's like fuck yeah, that's a great (laughs) idea let's do that, you me and Ed, yeah it'd be great Izzy's just imploding he lets out this little strangled whale and just fucks off back to work (laughs) Oh, bless him so either way, a few weeks go by and there's been no mention of this sleepover and Izzy thinks, you know, I think I've He's, he's gone away with it. He's like they're, they're thinking of something else stupid and daft, and they've forgotten. Thank God. But, of course, the universe decides that it hates Izzy, and does and Izzy <laughs> Hands does not deserve to be happy.
1: <laughs> we've <laughs> we've mid- all been Izzy <laughs> <laughs> at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: yes. He is midway through berating Lucius on deck for another failed chore, when Steve sort of bounds up to him, grinning wildly, looking something like an over, over-excited puppy. hmm and you know, Izzy's just like feeling his temp, his blood pressure spike. <laughs> there you are, Steed smiles as if it's a pleasant surprise to find Izzy on deck, and not literally his, literally his fucking job to be there. <laughs> it says. <laughs> this is this is so Where else would he be? Yeah. It's his job. <laughs> are you ready for tonight? You know, for our bonding time Steve wiggles his eyebrows in a in a way that makes Izzy want to rip them off his face. Sorry it's taken such a long time to organise it. Hope you haven't been feeling neglected, but there's a lot of planning involved. I wanted to make it special. Bear in mind this is all in front of Lucius, he's just watching all I of this. The complete wrong impression. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh Steed walks away and uh Lucius true to being lucius pipes up with you've been a proper little seductress haven't you <laughs> <laughs> fuck off lucius. <laughs> lucius oh it dawns off and then you can just hear lucius immediately spreading the <laughs> goss, just like pete babe come here you won't believe what, I just, what just happened oh Where is he oh no oh is he <laughs> Izzy's just dying inside. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I kind of feel sorry for, um, for Izzy in the show. He's like, um, he, he's the career pirate in amongst all the people who were in it to make a bit of easy money or who were just treating it as a lark. Oh, yeah.
0: he is, isn't mm-hmm. he? Oh, That's, I
1: can understand why he gets pissed off. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. Oh, bless him. Okay. Night falls. Time for the sleepover. Izzy gets bundled into the captain's quarters by Steed. First things first, Steed takes a look at Izzy's like tight leather get up and goes, uh no. We need <laughs> We need to just slip you into something more comfortable and gives him like some of his cream pajamas and a nice silky green robe. Uh Izzy's like, Ah, no, I'm already comfortable, but Ed's there to pressure him into it and go, No mate, it's a sleepover. You're gonna wear you're gonna wear it. No, he's not really like that. He's like, you know, just try it, mate, for fuck's sake. And he's like, all right, I'll try it. Changes into the pyjamas and decides, holy fuck, now that's the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. But- oh, can I
2: read that line in his voice? Yeah, go on. I'd rather die than admit that Steed was right about his u- my usual clothes. They were tight and restrictive. <laughs>
0: I suppose I suppose his monologue mm-hmm. would, would sound raspy as well. I would well. think so. <laughs> it kind of goes on like this. He, he doesn't want to do anything, but ends up doing it. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for Izzy in this, because throughout the sleepover, you can't help but think he doesn't deserve nice things Aww. or any of the luxuries. Like, he shouldn't be wearing comfortable clothes or eating the nice cakes and pastries... And then there's this bit where Steed offers him a cup of tea and asks how he likes it, and Steed won't admit he's never had tea before since it's for weak people <laughs> and he hasn't ever actually been able to afford it. <coughs> oh. So Ed covers for him and tells Steed to make it how he likes it and let Izzy adjust, and, and Steed sort of catches on but doesn't say anything. And Izzy reluctantly drinks his first ever cup of tea and thinks it's probably the nicest thing he's ever tasted. I mean... Naturally he won't let on and just says, it, it's fine. I mean he is
2: British so
0: yeah. I'm wondering if Steve did what my mum did was uh, was my first cup of tea was heavily laden with sugar <laughs> to make sure I liked it <laughs> and then it was like, like the gateway into liking tea as an adult make it to the taste of a child and then you associate it with loving it and then gradually just take the sugar <laughs> off <out>. I
1: <laughs> can kind of see where he's coming from um, a while back I got the privilege of staying in an extremely posh hotel, and I turned up in my citrus and I was thinking, nah, I don't belong here.
2: <laughs> yeah, whenever I go into a waitress, His... it's...
1: Ha <laughs> ha, yes! <laughs> uh,
0: I have the opposite thing, so it's more like, one, I think I deserve this. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, I know that being dressed like a plebeian is how a lot of rich people dress so they don't get mugged so i feel like i fit right in that they think i'm rich because i'm wearing primark but
1: hey. that explains a hell of a lot about you grace mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i will take that as a compliment because i think that's the only way i should take it for the sake of my uh, temperament so
2: what happens to izzy
0: wanker <laughs> right so uh steed pipes up with, right i think the next thing on the sleepover agenda is some self-care. And him and Ed just both turn to look straight at Izzy. Poor Izzy's just like, oh. Time to learn
2: to love (laughs) yourself. Come
0: on, Izzy. Don't be unreasonable. Steed's whining, you know. I'm not being unreasonable. Look at me, I'm wearing your fucking clothes. I'm being reasonable. I just don't want you to paint my nails. Izzy! <laughs> oh, come on. It's a standard sleepover procedure. You have to. Everybody
1: has had their nails painted at a sleepover, aren't Every- don't think I
2: have. Oh, I, d- I definitely was probably have. Probably with Sharpie. a sleepover, for sure.
1: No, not at a sleepover, but I've definitely had my nails painted more than once. I'm
2: not sure I have. Huh.
1: Maybe just me, then. <laughs> the things you do to make your other half happy, well anyway
0: i have had my nails painted if it if it helps <laughs> is it a
2: sleepover if it's just with your other half?
1: no yeah. well, I mean it, can it depends be. what you're doing I suppose. Okay. If, you, if you're doing the whole hot chocolate with marshmallows and and beautification and watching slushy films on 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 the you know on the t v. box, then you know
2: grace, we've had a lot more sleepovers we might as than well I be look.
0: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's a lot you're coming like around a for thing.
2: a hot chocolate is, and some mushy film is like everything we do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Uh, well, get, get your nails fixed. Yeah. You didn't, oh, no. get, your, get yourself did. Yeah,
2: you're gonna have to, gonna have to do my nails. Oh,
0: yeah, sometimes I cut your hair, oh. don't I? Got your mm-hmm. hair did. You went drinking hot oh, chocolate. Shove some wearing, carrots on my watching face. Shit anime.
1: Fantastic. Talking about cute boys. Eating chocolate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, BTS. Yep.
1: Oh, BTS. <laughs> We've got to learn who <laughs> they are, are everywhere. for this yes. show. <laughs> yeah, we don't know
0: who they are, but we we know. Yeah, but, them.
1: <laughs> but you know they're adorable, and that's what counts. That's it. Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Next time.
0: <laughs> okay, so he doesn't want to annoy Ed, so instead of telling B- Steed Bonnet exactly where he can shove his nail polish <laughs> collection, <laughs> <laughs> Izzy takes several deep breaths. He holds out his left hand towards Steed very bravely and says Can you paint them black, please? <laughs> Steed is delighted. <laughs> oh the edge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Izzy? Absolutely I know, but he's romance. done it. He's done it though. Exactly, yeah. Izzy mm. hands is crawling in his skin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wake me
0: up. Wake me <laughs> God, wake up. <laughs> it probably is a bad nightmare for him, is yep. it? I'll wake up any moment now. Is <laughs> it? Okay, Izzy says, bordering on his I ate your cakes.
1: I wore your dressing
0: gown. I did the nails and the face mask. Can I please go to bed now? <laughs> oh, bed sounds like an excellent idea. It has been a long day, hasn't it? Steve replies. Ed is already on his feet, pushing the curtains as- aside to reveal their stupidly huge bed yeah. and truly inappropriate number <laughs> of pillows. It's a wonder the ship stays afloat at all. Oh. Is he gets up to leave, but ends up being called back because he now has to sleep between Steed and Ed, like slap bang in the middle. Oh. He like he's looked over and they're both just laying there, and he's just like patting the space between, <laughs> and he's just staring. <laughs> he's dying. like the
2: double little spoon. Uh.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he says he he thinks he'd rather launch himself off the boat, but he's tried. Uh, he'd rather launch himself off the boat, but he's tired, so he surrenders the last of his dignity and lies down between them on the softest bed he's ever known. (laughs)
1: That's sweet. Mm. I I do love this bit. I might have to warn you, see, I'm a bit of a caddler. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, and he's like, of course you are. Of course you are. (sighs) Good
2: night.
0: (laughs) Uh, He's just drifting off to sleep, and you know, as Anyone who's had a sleepover will know the philosophy hour comes round soon enough. Yes. And Steed asks, Izzy, would you still be Ed's first mate if he was a worm? <laughs> 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 Several sleepover philosophy questions about immortal snails that follow you to the ends of the earth, a game of funk marry, kill, and what bread are you later? Mm. They fall asleep. Oh. I recommend reading that bit yourself because yeah. the dialogue is really cute and funny and like I, I didn't put it in for the sake of time.
1: Anybody who uh, who has had a significant other, you know for a fact that you've been asked these questions. Oh, would you still love I me mean, if I had no legs? Not... Would you still love me if I had no teeth? It's not
0: quite <laughs> those ones. It's It's far more mm-hmm. philosophical than that. Like, for loads of money, would you have a snail that can't die follow you and if it touches you, it yep. kills you? And they're they're sort of like going about how they'd get around to being murdered by this (laughs) snail. This immortal snail that follows you. Why don't you just get on the boat and sail away from it? And it's like, oh, yeah, why don't I just crush the snail? Oh, it's an immortal snail that will follow you forever. No one said it about being immortal. And it's just like back and forth. (laughs) And Izzy wins and he sort of feels
1: like kind of...
2: For the record, I would take the deal. Yes, me too. And I would find someone else who was taking the deal. And we'd take care of each other's snails.
1: Or you could just travel. Forever be on the move. But
0: it follows you around forever, which means. Sooner it comes or later back. it'll
2: get you, unless someone else is stopping your snail.
0: So I've just had this mental image of me with within mo- all my wealth in my castle, and I'm old, and I see this snail tra- really slowly coming towards me, and I go, Yes, I've had a good life, and I just walk <laughs> towards this snail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, It's time. And I sort of like put my hand out, and its sort of eyeballs sort of reach over to touch mine, like. <laughs> like <laughs> That famous painting with god <laughs> <laughs> and i just leave this heaven this, this
1: earth <laughs> shuffling off this mortal coil on with, your own terms with this smile.
2: <laughs> if anything that's a better kind of immortality because it means you've got an exit clause if you get bored
0: yeah fair enough
2: like you're not stuck like um dracula
0: so it gets to the next morning and izzy <laughs> has <laughs> has just had the best sleep he's ever had oh. in his life <laughs> In the, in the nicest, most comfortable bed. And usually he, he's the kind of person who will immediately jump out of bed, get shit done. But for once, he, he's quite content just to sort of lay there in the piece and just sort of have a have a lie. And even if that piece includes Steed crushing him into the mattress, because he's a cuddler and he's just sort of like <laughs> slumped on top of him. And he's just going to shut his eyes again to drift back into sleep when he hears... Morning, Captain. Sorry to interrupt, but Roach was asking about breakfast. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was just thinking, I can't have anything nice on this stupid fucking clown ship. Because, of course, the one morning that Izzy is there, very clearly cuddling Mm. Ed and Steed, very clearly wearing Steed's clothes, is the morning that Lucius is the one to come and wake the captains up. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, dear. (laughs) And Lucius just sort of dithering there going, ah. Uh Captain Ed, Izzy, and Izzy's just like oh God. Damn fuck it, off, Mr Spriggs. Fuck off, Mr Spriggs. <laughs> Which is very hard to be intimidating when he's pressed into a pillow. We're trying to sleep. Right, yes, of course. Uh, uh I'll just I'll just go um tell Roach not to worry, bye. Please don't kill me and <laughs> just fucked off. It ends with saying Izzy feels rather generous this morning and strangely disinclined to murder. Instead, he lets himself fall back to sleep while planning an appropriately humiliating punishment for Lucius. There'll be time to feel weird about the whole thing later. (laughs) Very well done. And with that,
1: another hard boy was made So cute. Dialogue was hilarious. I'm so glad
2: Izzy got to experience joy. Yeah. (laughs) Just once. I yeah, mean, for once in his
0: life. Not the kind of joy he's. I mean, used he's not to, the most hated pirate in this unusual. fandom,
2: but he's probably up there, and it's good to see.
0: I think the most hated people in this fandom are the British. But I mean, I mean like, it's like, not that. The hateable, most hateful
2: person in here is Calico Jack by a very long way. Yes, Followed it is. by the British and then Izzy.
1: Well, the, no, sure. What about I the count mentions? them as the British. The um, oh, okay, the exactly. thing about um, Izzy is. I mean all the sort of posts I've seen about him. They're either uh, they're either overwhelmingly negative or overwhelmingly positive. There's no there's no sort of middle ground. You know, people just look at him and think, "Yeah, yeah, okay. You either you either fucking love him or you fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. So you're you're either team Easy or team not Easy."
2: And I think that's a strong sign of a complicated character.
0: Yes. Yes, I think and so. And I'm glad
2: to see him have some joy in his life.
0: <laughs> On hands like no one likes a twat anywhere but on the other hand he, he's got his own issues going on like as a character it's quite uh interesting to see that instead of just a very plain mm-hmm. i'm a twat character he's got some sort of depth going on and we haven't really quite tapped into that yet but it's yeah. definitely there. He's
2: just a rational human yeah <laughs> incidentally there's fan art
1: yes there
0: is there's always fan art
2: uh, there's fan art linked in the
1: fic there's a very cute little doodle of blackbeard yeah, there is just
2: like I love him doing the thumbs up, like yes, I approve. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, yeah, I love o- o- over about Steve's this. shoulder, like yep.
0: <laughs> I'd have loved a little dressing up montage of Steve just trying to find out which outfits uh, would suit him best. But I reckon this was pre-planned because there's no way Steve he he to sit knows
2: what outfits will I work can... for everyone. That's his power. Yeah. Absolutely. You can find True, something flamboyant to, to put see. on So he's probably
0: already like works. He's mentally miscongenialied yeah, everyone. Course. At least mm-hmm. twice.
2: And I respect him for that. Alright. So Nick.
0: Ah.
1: What's
2: your favourite colour?
1: My favourite colour is blue. Oh good.
2: That's actually not what I was gonna ask. I wanna know what you've been reading. I just figured, I th- I figured I'd throw you a curveball, just sort of see what happened.
1: Which is uh, pretty good, because it's given me time to copy and paste the link into the Discord. Perfect. So, hey. I have been reading a fic called The Lighthouse, in brackets, new and improved, by Sweet Lemon Drops.
2: Okay. And oh, this is a Bioshock fic?
1: It isn't. Oh. However, there is always a lighthouse, and there is always a city. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm surprised yeah. that hasn't come up yet as a crossover fic, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm Steed Bonnet, I'm and I'm Steve here to bonnet. ask you a I'm question. I'm here to
2: ask you a question. Is a man, Is a man, not, man entitled not entitled to entitled to the fineness of his own
1: fabric? I'm
2: oh, Nigel gosh, Badminton, and I'm here to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> Is a man not entitled to bully the little baby bonnet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God, and he's got a twin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, we're all coming together.
2: The man chooses, a little baby bonnet obeys.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: Sorry, writing right, my own little on. fic there. Um, <laughs> write it yes. in your own time, <laughs> mate. So uh, it turns out that you get to the end and you accidentally kill him with a golf club. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's in the eye as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh.
1: Yeah, Nigel Badminton accidentally gets a, ni- a nine-iron through his fucking <laughs> eye, but anyway. Okay, um,
2: so what actually happens in the lighthouse brackets new and improved by Sweet Lemon Drops?
1: Okay, so this is set about 30 seconds after... Half flag means death ends. Mm-hmm. And it, it deals with Steed finding his crew, um, making a plan to get off the island, and uh, also Steed coming to terms with uh, you know what Blackbeard has done. Because of course at this point Steed thinks Blackbeard's this beautiful human who will who would never betray him and never betray his crew and stuff like that. And then, well as as we know, the crew of the Revenge ends up well. Spoilers. Most of them end up on a desert island. Spoilers. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, if you, if you haven't seen the end of Our Flag Means Death yet, like I haven't, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, you, you're probably best off skipping this until you have. But please come back afterwards. Um, okay, so in the summary, the pirates get creative trying to get off the island. Steed comes to terms with the fact that Ed has abandoned their crew. And in the notes, I particularly like this. Uh, wow, I can't even begin to explain this creative process, I just blacked out and this was written. Oh no! Hey,
0: I love a red wine fix. Yes,
1: absolutely. Witch. Is that
2: red wine? Is that dark magic?
1: Maybe it's both. It could, it be, could
0: both. be both. If you're a witch yeah. on a Friday night, <laughs> it's both. If you are an eldritch horror, w- if you're writing a witch, fan fiction, write in.
1: <laughs> <sighs> um, okay, write in, so don't hex me. Yeah, please don't hex us. Don't hex me, bro. We have enough enough going on mm-hmm. in our lives. <laughs> Um, OK, so it opens after our flag death, you know, left off. Uh, of course, Steve's found his crew. He's, he's rowing towards them, Oluwandi's waving at him. Uh, he, he cuts quite a dash on the, uh, on the open sea in his rowboat. There's golden rays behind his head. The water's a honey colour. The waves carry him steadily, you know, floating effortlessly to their rescue. He looks like one of those heroes featured on the dressing sheet of romance novels took deep in his library, <laughs> white shirt, billowing, and hair perfectly caressed by the ocean's breeze. Oh,
0: God, I suppose he does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. The ultimate seduction romance novel scenario for them, yes! isn't it? <laughs> oh, have you ever <laughs> seen anything so beautiful? He's it's deceptively God, sedu- <laughs> seductive.
1: That's it, yeah. So he, he's looking dead impressive and stuff like that, and the crew notice... You know who he is. of Andy's noticed and he's whooping and waving and stuff and they're all looking up and they finally think their looks oh, try you know, sick. turning. So Steve stands up, he goes to wave at them and then drops his oars oh, and they sink out of sight. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crew see this, it's like, Oh for fuck's sake. Well, you know <laughs> Yeah. Black Pete's like, Yeah, called it. We know this would happen. Well, this is gonna take a while. Steve tried to recover the situation, you know. Hang on there, gang Merely a slight mishap, I shall be there shortly. Oh. It takes an hour and 40 minutes for him to drift into the shore. Oh. <laughs> Steed. <laughs> He's rapidly Class.
2: becoming Wallace from Wallace and Gromit, isn't he?
1: Uh, th- the thing he is, almost... I'm, I'm doing the arms. Yeah. Uh, when I talk in Steed's voice Everything's on
2: Everything's my... under control, crew. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Whenever I do uh, my version of Steed's voice, I am doing the sort of, like, the, the the arm waggle you know mm. sort of pushing the fist in into into one of another
0: the mm. ooh cheese
1: mm. <laughs> yeah that's the one
2: <laughs> we forgot to pillage the cheese blackbeard <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i do fancy some gorgonzola
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh izzy hans animals the penguin
0: oh god no stop we're yes. we getting sorry. off topic yep.
1: Yes. sorry right I know. Write your uh, write your own crossover fag mm-hmm. in your own time. Because to be <laughs> fair, I'd, I'd fucking read that shit if you want to write. I, <laughs> I want to see
2: Izzy has voice. feathers McGraw.
1: <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Okay, so uh, an hour and forty minutes later, he's sort of stumbling out of his fucking robot. Steed's fucking sucked, head to foot. <laughs> a bit of seaweed on the bottom of his boot, and there's water going everywhere as he tries to shake it off. Andy <laughs> comes up and hugs him, calls him a fucking idiot because, let's face it, he is. And uh, Buttons is here to explain the situation. I'm hate to. Af- i not doing the Scottish accent because I'll just fucking butcher it. <laughs> I oh, hate okay. to affirm our new bio mate's insult, but it does not look like any of us will be getting off this dreaded rock anytime soon, Captain. You've wasted your vitality rowing to us. Oh, That's that very w- Buttons, that I That was think. Indian. I didn't even attempt to do an accent.
2: You were slipping in there a little bit.
1: That's rather, rather worrying. Mm. But oh, anyway. I didn't
0: hear Indian. Oh,
2: okay. Maybe we were just imagining it.
0: No, the, the last time we recorded he went straight to Dubai. Mm-hmm. To, what to do you somewhere, mean the last time we recorded, <laughs> Grace? This is the first time we've done this. Uh, uh, it must have been that parallel universe I slipped mm-hmm. into and slipped back out again because I think I've done this show twice, but mm-hmm. I can't quite recall.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. The universe the... where we all dangle from the ceiling.
0: That's it. We all have goatees.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, bizarro world. Mm-hmm. So the... Um, the dis- the desperateness of the situation is explained to Steed. Um, there's nowhere else to go for miles. Not that we're not happy to see you, but you'll just be one more dried corpse that buttons will be gnawing on by the end of the week.
2: like, no, yep.
1: <laughs> fair enough. It's, it's a fair cop. Go fair off. news. <laughs> and of course, Steed, ever the optimist. Now, don't be like that, you two. I've always told you that negativity is a toxic emotion. We've got to manifest our success, gang, doing the <laughs> the whole HR thing that he is mm-hmm. famous for. Aww. <laughs> And then the elephant in the room is addressed. Uh, You know, where's Lucius and the others, and where's the revenge? And, you know, the crew just sort of go silent. Uh, Oluwandi looks at the stars. Buttons closes both his eyes. Uh, The rest of the crew, they're sort of looking down at the sand, you know, maybe kicking the heels, that sort of thing. And then Roach finally says, we were left here, because Blackbeard left us here to kill us. And there's just sort of silence. Buttons looks at Steed. His smile's frozen on his face. Roach is like, hey, I only serve two things, good food and the truth. And he fucks off up his tree and, well, you know, starts to sort of relax, go to sleep or whatever. And then the severity of the situation is explained to him. Captain, a lot has happened since we last saw you. Blackbeard's changed. But, of course, Steve, ever the optimist, he brushes it off. He's like, nah, Blackbeard wouldn't do something like that. I'd need Visual evidence, hard facts, irrefutable words straight from the source. I won't believe it until Ed confesses to me what he's done, or until I've read Lucius's reiteration from our shared records. Speaking of which, where is that scribe? And then he sort of looks around and realises that Lucius isn't here. Black P explains that uh, Black Beard took him, and the Buttons and Roach are planning to uh, eat the rest of the crew. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many things going on at once yep. on a little island.
1: Of course. So, i
0: fucking Delta
1: Steve sort of takes all this in and he, he sort of thinks to himself he needs to act fast to prevent morale from dropping through the floor so he says, Rutch Buttons can you guys manage with an amused bush of shoes first? Basically he's telling the crew to eat their own shoes to survive mm-hmm. <laughs> So
2: if you'll forgive the very brief tangent Mm. This is actually a thing. Yes. From I learned this from watching The Terror. Uh, eating your shoes is the last resort you do when you've run out of food.
1: Before cannibalism.
2: Yeah, cuz Yeah. It's the closest thing you got <laughs> And yeah, a lot he of the crew of The Terror leather, ended up yeah. yeah, eating the leather.
1: Yeah, Roach is like, yeah, sure they used to be cows. Mhm. <laughs> so, yeah, why the fuck not?
2: Please be a bovine delicacy.
1: <laughs> so, Steed's recovered? He says, excellent. And after that, we're all going to have a brainstorming session.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I'd have drowned him.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, so the brainstorming session happens, and it's basically just the crew sat around, slagging off each other's plans, you know, saying, well, we could do this. No, that's a shit plan, mate. You know, we're not getting off this. Steve's Obviously trying a team to. Meeting isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is, yes, it is. Uh, Steve's trying to hold court. He's sort of, he's got a big stick and he's uh, he's drawing diagrams and, and suggestions in the sand so that they they all sort of know what's going on. Black Pete suggests to hunt down Blackbeard and kill him with his bare hands. It's like starting off a bit intense there, actually. Nevertheless, it's a good energy, Pete. Strong initiative and good motivation. <laughs> <laughs> but let's try to take a step back and inform the how, as in, how do we get off this island? Trying to, trying to keep them on the straight and narrow and always failing, classic steed. And uh, the Swede pipes up and uh, he suggests that they dress Black Pete and uh, Weed John up as mermaids and then we can stick them in the water and try and get some mermen to swoop and flirt them and then they can harness them and ride them out of there. <laughs> classic. I
0: like how he's thinking outside the box mm-hmm. there.
1: Yeah, that's it. Of course, Steed's like, yeah, yeah, that's a, a nice contribution. You know, we work on that, and Oluwandi's just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Which it would be. And of course, Steed's scribbling in the sand frantically, and Oluwandi's like, you know none of us can read, by the oh, way, so course, none of us know yeah. what the fuck you're writing here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all going to be in cursive as well. Oh, it, would,
2: yeah. it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. If, if anybody can write in cursive on that crew, it's Steed. And Lucius, but there we go. Mm -hmm. So Ollowandy lays it out. He's padded off. It's useless. Jim's stuck on the revenge. I'll probably never see them again. Half of our best crewmates have been absconded by that monster. It's hopeless, man. There's no one around for miles. And even if they were, how would we even get their attention? I suggest we just accept our fate, Captain. Whatever fairy tale version you have of him in your mind, you need to accept that Blackbeard did this to us and you. And of course, sort of hit Steed full blast and uh, something sort of changes. And he he, he sort of grimaces, claps his hands together and he sinks down onto the sand and then just says, guys, it didn't matter what he did. And then he he, he sort of realises it was the truth. Ed couldn't hurt him anymore. He'd conquered the worst of his own fears, overcoming what most pirates spent years escaping, the inner self. Bloody hell. Yeah, this is getting a bit deep. Yeah. Uh, He's he's finally come to terms with it. Uh, He's decided that if Ed never forgave him, he'd be okay. Um, and he thinks that all he sort of wishes for uh, Edward Teach is that he finally knows that he's not unlovable. He's a a wonderful person. He's, you know, something to be uh, cherished, and uh, he's full of joy and excitement, and, you know, he's beloved, like a commemorative orange from an unforgettable adventure and cared for like exquisite sheets of Parisian fabric. And, of course, Steed's made this sort of inner piece. And he realizes that he, it never would have, would have happened if he didn't meet Blackbeard. God, so
0: this, yeah, That's really sweet.
1: That's it. It is really sweet. It is really it is really sweet.
0: Bittersweet, but it's sweet.
1: And uh, he comes to a decision, and he, he he turns to the crew, says, "I understand how daunted you almost feel at the moment. As captain, I order you to give your final moments for peace." So you know, it's he's basically ordered them to make themselves comfortable because. Let's face it; they're going to die on this deserted island anyway. So mm. the crew sort of shifts away. They go have have some time for themselves. Uh, buttons goes to the far side of the island. Looks like I've got one final moon glow to absorb. <laughs> while while he's taking his clothes off and stuff like that.
2: What's the point? Is Olivia here? I guess not.
1: It's unclear. Uh, she she's never mentioned anyway. So oh, I she's not. She's, she's not trapped she's on the on island the ship. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. I, I reckon she's fucked off, but anyway. Aww. So, Steed sort drops his branch, leans against a rock, and sort grins to himself, and he thinks of how ironic it is that he spent the entire day rowing only to be faced with death once again. Classic Steed. And then he sort of uh, muses on, you know, if, if Ed were here, he'd know what to do. He wishes that he has his problem-solving skills, suggest something, and, uh, and, and work on a plan, and it'd get them all to safety. Like that time mm-hmm. with the lighthouse, so much inju- ingenuity. The gentleman pirate had perhaps too much he needed to learn still from Blackbeard. But then, a bright glow flashes upon Steed's lids. And he wonders, like, where's that light coming from? And I'll read this verbatim because it's, uh, it's, it's quite a good reveal, this. Um, okay. As he opened his eyes, he was greeted by what he would later describe as one of the most polarising views he would see in his lifetime on sea. It was bizarre and at once horrific, and a thing of beauty and relief. There were two moons. Or rather, there was the gentle moon in all her fullness, high in the obsidian sky. And there was a freakish imitation of Button's pale ass, its fleshy curvature <laughs> reflecting her glow and impossibly high luminance. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, no. <laughs> this has caused um, consternation in the crew, you know, like Hollow Andy's like, for fuck's sake, put that away. <laughs> And the Swedes, oh. the Swede's like it's so shiny, like a diamond. <laughs> and buttons, he, he just, he just absolutely doesn't give a shit. And he threw, you know, throwing his head back, facing the big expanse of the ocean in front of him. And then far away, they seem to hear a ship's horn.
0: <gasps> no. That's well, right, like they'd... a trucker's horn, like beep beep, it oh. it and then drives off, Hang like on. a fog oh. horn. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the van drivers equivalent yeah
1: exactly like a foghorn so yes ladies and gentlemen you are correcting what you're surmising steed and crew oh, no. are going to moon their way off this fucking island oh my and that's god that's why it's called
2: the fucking lighthouse oh, yes
1: man. exactly oh, Son hell. Of a bitch.
0: oh my god <laughs> buttons oh.
1: is the
2: lighthouse
1: and of course,
0: oh, all past. hope is
1: restored. All hope is restored. Steve's like, "My goodness, dear Buttons has provided us with an illuminating solution." <laughs> <laughs> and Ola was no, like, more "You ways know, than one. yeah." Ola Andy's <laughs> arrived at the same conclusion. He's like, "For fuck's sake, are we really going to be doing this?" <laughs> he never. Sorry, I just saw any... the
2: line. wrote We need more ass.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roach is like, we need more s. I I can see part of the ship being lit up by buttons, but it's not enough. Then it's settled, Steed declares. <laughs> "We John, get your trousers off.
2: I can.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> then it's settled. John! your trousers down.
1: <laughs> yep, absolutely. Oh. So, um, yeah, the thick ends uh, with <laughs> Wee John, <laughs> Black P and buttons mooning this ship. <laughs> and, of course the ship turns inland and it's coming to investigate and stuff like that and steed's shouting up to roach in his tree what's the flag roach and it's captain i think it might be the chinese oh. Oh. and that's where it leaves oh. the intrepid crew of the of the revenge so, is there a second part there isn't a second part there should oh. be a second part yeah i want to because that's a cliffhanger if i
2: ever saw one
1: It is, yes, and I really hope that the writers of Our Flag Means Death take this on board, because there is no more steed bonnet way to escape an island by mooning your way off it. Yeah. 100%. That
2: that does feel like a cliffhanger, right? Like, say, oh, it's the Chinese. That feels like they're alluding to something. Maybe I'm missing something here.
0: There was that really famous Chinese... Uh, female pirate, weren't there? there? Was oh, okay. There was. And maybe she was probably one of the the biggest. If they outlet, could get her had, into yeah, the absolutely. show,
2: I don't think Steed ever met her in real life. But
0: no, no,
1: definitely Well, not. let's face it. Um, uh, our flag means death. The historical accuracy—you've got to sort of suspend your disbelief, and it's all the better for her to be fair.
2: <laughs> her name is uh, Zhang Yi. If I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but yeah. She was the.
0: It sounds like you're pronouncing it wrong. She was but the pirate don't know the queen correctly.
2: of uh, her day.
1: Excellent. Ah. And, and hopefully, uh, hopefully it would be Steve great Bennett's to see to her
2: yeah. meet Steed Bonnet.
1: Yes, it would. <laughs> Honestly,
2: we oh don't, my god, our set doesn't need to be historically accurate. We can just have. No. That. no. The
1: the thing is, just like, um, her in. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the IRL Steed um, he ended up being a bastard. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am oh. absolutely bastard
0: training from the most notorious female pirate mm-hmm. on the sea. Oh yeah, oh. it could be that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah,
2: get him an eye patch and a scar so he can go off hunting Blackbeard.
0: <laughs> and she's just like, I don't need this eye patch. And she's like, it doesn't fucking uh-uh. matter. Doesn't <laughs> okay. <wear it." laughs> uh-huh.
2: Pirate facts: Most pirates who wore an eye patch did have two eyes. Yes. So what they did yes. is, um, you have one eye accustomed to dark vision and one accustomed mm-hmm. to being on deck. So when you go below deck, you swap eyes.
1: Yeah, So you it. don't
2: have to take time getting accustomed to the dark.
1: Yeah, of course, because when you're um, plundering a ship, you don't have you time, time to... Yeah. yeah, you don't have time to, to get accustomed to, to fighting below decks, because you know, exactly. that's the difference between life and death. So swap them over. Yes.
2: That's pirate facts.
1: That's probably why Steed doesn't have one, because he hasn't realised. he's a numpty. <laughs> <laughs> also, his ship that is disturbingly cute. well lit. Yes, <laughs> which implies
2: he's got
0: a fireplace in his cabin. Yeah. For fuck's
2: sake! It implies that there's a lot of fire hazards on his ship, because yeah. there are.
1: <laughs> oh, steed! Classic steed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No one's wearing an eye patch in that, anyway, are they?
2: Uh, there's only the widow, who is never on a boat.
0: Yeah, no one actually on a ship. No pirate's who wants eye patches or peg legs. One light than the other is wearing it.
1: I think that's maybe where the uh, historical accuracy falls down. Of course, but. They just want us to see uh, Ed and Steed's beautiful eyes.
2: No, teachers dressed like Mad Max. Like, yes. <laughs> the historical accuracy <laughs> was never there. Fair enough. <laughs> Especially not in the wardrobe department. Yeah. But you know what? It, the show's better for it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I, I like this fun new Steed bonnet.
2: hmm <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully we get more of him in a potential season two.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, no, that was a good fic. I
2: <laughs> was... Horrified by the lighthouse revelation, <laughs> but,
1: but well played.
0: Horrified, but please.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Well continues. played, sweet lemon drops. Uh, mm-hmm. If you decide to um, write your own sort of alternate universe where uh, you know Steed gets trained up by uh, the most badass Chinese pirate, go for it and we'll tell read us. it. Yeah, go for it and, yeah, tell, for us. and <laughs> tell us. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, will keep an eye out anyway, but I would still like to know. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, thank you to all our, all our authors, even the ones we didn't get a chance to talk about because mm. it was a really hard decision picking a fake for me to read this time around. Oh,
1: it it was. It's since our flag means death is such like a a fun lighthearted show. Um, there were so many fakes out there that just sounded like a fucking riot. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, they definitely took on board like the, everything this fandom was about.
2: I was down to three choices in the end yesterday, mm. and I only picked like at the end of yesterday. Be like, okay, I'm settling on this. That doesn't yeah. normally happen to me. It was nuts.
0: It's, um... well, before that, it was five, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> a massive shortlisting <laughs> problem. You
0: just kept. You must have read about eleven and or. No, more than eleven and just start just whittled it down yeah. hours at a time just trying to a a close pit.
2: call. Mm. Incidentally there's now six thousand oh. fix in a f- six thousand? Yeah. It was th- four thousand when we recorded our first episode? Yeah.
0: I remember when it was in its hundreds. Yeah. What the hell? That wasn't long ago. Yeah. It was like three hundred within the first week. I'm
2: gonna yeah, I'll keep an eye on it.
1: Well, To be fair, with all the um, Our Flag Means Death is written and the way the characters are portrayed and the many, many, many ships in it which are canon Mm -hmm. um, this was just fucking bait for Tumblr and AO3 wasn't it? Not even just
2: bait, it was a whole hearty meal for them
1: Yeah, exactly
0: It was was a meal but with no dessert which created Fix It Fix because it needs a season Mm 2 Yeah Syndrome two is
1: the dessert. We need closure. This is it. I mean, it's another good drama in the in the shape of, uh, you know, Super Hulock and Good Omens. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we're going to have to... Better than Super Hulock.
0: Yeah, because that's the
2: thing. Super Hulock, they wasn't actually gay. Yeah. Just kind of yeah, teased yeah. it. Um, but good Omens, again... almost, but... No cigar.
1: Yeah, yeah. this is, this is it. But I'd um I'd like to sort of put forward we could change it from Super Who lock to uh, Super Who lock omens means death.
0: I'd I'd just rip out Super Who. I'd start a whole new one altogether yeah, think... and have have good omens. Uh, our flag means death, and then one other. Yeah. Maybe maybe heart throbs. Someone
2: needs yeah.
0: Our heart means omen. Heart I don't know. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I think Gallivant deserves more praise and I'd quite like them to get involved in that trinity. Tumblr, oh, okay. watch nice. Gallivant. It's really good and underrated and has a very similar vibe.
0: Another thing that didn't make it into the UK. Also
2: didn't. Yeah, I had to travel to America for that one as well. <laughs> and, yeah,
0: um, it's rough this know, expenditure, right? <laughs> you know?
2: It's a good thing we've got our uh, company credit card. Yeah, and our, our podcast and company credit card that pays for all my flights to America to watch these <laughs> shows, and definitely not the BitTorrent protocol.
1: Yep, exactly. Your cash dollars, if you donate through our coffee and Patreon, pay for us tossing about in a foreign country for just
2: five pound a month. You two can make sure that James, Grace, and Nick get to travel to America to watch one TV show, and then come straight home again. <laughs> Thank you for your support <laughs> We'll definitely buy the Blu-ray when it comes out, I promise
1: Yes That's yeah. not
2: even me being snarky I'll absolutely be supporting the show As soon as there's a legal means for me to do so
1: Oh, 100%, yeah and They they deserve it Definitely. <laughs> we need to show them that they need to make a second series
2: Hmm. Um, I think that's all we're going to have time for, though Oh, wait What have we learned today? You always know I know.
0: ask us this. <laughs> what do we ever learn other than... Piracy
2: is wrong, first of all.
0: Yep. Okay, um, you
2: got me there. All right. Being part of the East India Trade Company is wrong as well.
1: Yeah, fuck the East India Trade yeah. Company. Don't
2: spend your money on NFTs. Yep. Um, yeah. Steed is absolutely a cockatiel.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. And a top captain. Yes, he is. And a
2: top captain. Um, I think
1: what we've really learned is um, even though... All around you seems like darkness. There will still be that chink of light. Mm-hmm. That was deep.
0: That was deep. <laughs> and that
2: chink of light is Button's butt.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Shining
2: its way into your heart.
0: A true beacon in the dark. Into all of, of our, times. our hearts.
1: That's it. Solutions to the problems come from the most unlikely sources. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll be sure to moon people whenever I'm feeling down. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Right then, Uh, in that case, we've got a trip to the Houses of Parliament.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in all seriousness, thank you very much for listening. Um, If you can contribute to the show, please feel free, but we're we're not your mum, you don't have to. Uh, Do what you want, money's tight. Um, Oh, you know what? I did have a plan of what we were going to cover next. But Grace said something the other day that made me think we should do something different. So Grace, I'm gonna to turn to you and I'm gonna give you a choice of what we should cover next. Ooh. Pick pick one out of the three. Space Adventure, Bad Boys, Magical High School.
1: I can see she's given this a lot of thought.
2: Yeah. Oh Grace is offline.
1: Oh shit. Has she fucking fallen asleep?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Grace just might have just hung up on us in rage.
1: Oh bollocks! Or her
2: internet's <laughs> conked out. Or um, I'm going to send her that choice uh, later on. Oh, Grace has just texted me to say there's been a power cut. So that's <laughs> oh, what's <no>. happened. <laughs> Damn. Well, Grace says goodbye. Hang on. This is this might sound terrible. Let's let's try this. I'm going to put her on speaker. <laughs>
1: you just need to edit it in.
2: No, this this could still be funny. <laughs> this is gonna sound terrible, but I put you on speaker. Oh, okay. Do you want to say goodbye? <laughs> We're finishing the show. <laughs> no. So, Bye. yeah. As oh, I, I mean, I did give. Did, how much did you hear? I asked you to pick a pick a topic for next time. No, I, I completely went. Okay. Um. Tell you what, I'll ask Nick to make the choice instead. Um, okay. So, Nick, you have a choice: space adventure, magical high school, or the baddest boys on the planet.
1: The baddest boys on the planet.
2: Is that what you're picking?
1: Is that like Hitler and Stalin, or? It's not
2: Hitler and Stalin.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Fair. So he, pick baddest
2: boys on the planet? he hasn't picked yet. <laughs> um, I just realised Grace can't hear Nick. That's kind of awkward. If I had time, I- I'd plug you into the uh, mixer, but I can't be bothered. So, that's right. so. I was looking at our viewing figures, our listening figures, and we only we do well when we talk about bad boys, so yes. I've been thinking about give picking some really terrible people for us to talk about. Not necessarily Hitler, but definitely some criminals, shall we say. Okay. So, yeah, your choice is bad boys, space adventure, magic high school.
1: Do you know what? Fuck it. Let's go bad boys.
2: Okay. Bad boy. Join us next time. We're going to be talking about the Yakuza games. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. They're not bad boys. Come they're on. the baddest
2: boys you've ever heard of.
1: They are, but like they, they have all these fucking subplots where they're being nice to people. Shh. <laughs> our,
2: our listeners will find out next time. Okay, yes. that's it for now. Uh, thank you for listening, and I'll speak to you all soon. Good night. Good night.